and you're listening to the Smacked Raw Podcast. show it's that weekly show myself and rn we hop on here for about an hour and we talk about the latest things happening in and outside the wrestling ring uh, i'm your host kyle tyson and i am the guts and glory of uh the smoke smack draw podcast rn hashtag i'm here <laughs> yeah, hashtag i'm here right <laughs> damn dude how you been man i haven't talked to you in a minute good 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 just working uh Football's over. We won the Super Bowl, so that's good. Hell yeah, man. I'm happy for you guys. Uh, they tried to con me into uh, coaching basketball, but I was like, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah? Uh, you yeah, got, I'm you short. Got, you need an offseason, right? Yeah, and I'm short, fat, short arms. Basketball is never my sport. <laughs> at least, at least someone can know. look at you, and you can be like, nah, man. And, and people will be like, all right, that's good. And there's, like, no disappointment there. Right. I walked around like a foot taller than all my classmates, so of course I got asked if I played basketball <laughs> every other day, and I sucked at basketball. I, I I had like a decent layup, like that was it. Like I had a reliable layup. Uh, outside of that, I was god awful, dude. I played like in middle school, and I was like, "Yeah, this ain't for me. Uh, I I suck, so I'm done." <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, you guys, we're live uh, tonight on Twitch.tv/smackedraw. And uh, I've got my cameo coming in right now. What's up, buddy? Yeah, Get it in. go play. Oh, he, dude, he is exhausted. All right. Hey, I was about to say, he looked like he was about to collapse. <laughs> hey, hey, you got to shut my door. All right, we're getting a sibling dispute, like, right now on air. This is not, this is not good. I, I think, how is DJ here if mama's not here? How how is you you need to go? Love you. <laughs> oh, I wanted to see Walker and Tr uh, go at it. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, the, Especially the with their geese on. <laughs> this is the shit that happens when we're live, man. As I was saying, we're on Twitch.tv/smackedraw. Uh, we usually shoot this show. I think we just officially say that we're going to be shooting our show Mondays at seven, uh, seven seven thirty ish. It's a lot easier than Sundays. <laughs> Sundays, Sundays if it facilitates it, but uh, Monday evenings is better until I start doing like company again. I don't, I don't flip it. No, it's, it's I mean, Sundays or Mondays, man. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like Sundays, like I'd be down, and then like as soon as it gets like seven, eight o'clock, I'm like, fuck, I'm tired. Yeah, and then other days we gotta do them Sundays. So I don't, I don't know, dude. It's this is like the least committed me and our. It's either Sunday or Monday. Okay, right. folks, it's one of the two days. All right, just keep your notifications. On. I actually don't mind Monday uh, right before Raw. I don't mind it, too, but uh, sometimes we do have company. You know, if if we right. have company, it's Monday evening. You know, right. like, that's, that's that's like company night. So let's just, like we said, Sunday or Monday, you get it when you get it. Yeah, Allison's saying, does that mean we can move to Sundays? No, Allison. <laughs> we need both windows. All right, we need we need both windows. I don't I don't know. Um, Actually, I wouldn't mind us going to Thursdays. No, stop. Stop. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. I'm just giving you shit. Thursday oh, sucked. Man. We did. We tried. I, I think I was on a Thursday. So no, no, I was on a Wednesday show. No, dude. Um, look, it, since obviously 
our live schedule fluctuates. If you ever miss the show, which can happen, yes, uh, uh, you can catch the replay on on youtube.com slash podcast. And then, of course, the audio version of the show is, is found everywhere. Um, RN, oh, God. See, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I always forget. We got to do this. So the audio version is found everywhere. Um, but we like to encourage our uh, our listeners to head on over to uh, listen to us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Granted, we're happy to listen to us anywhere. But right. if you happen to be using Apple Podcasts or iTunes, which actually makes up for about almost like between like 40 and 60% of our monthly views, go ahead and drop us a five-star um, uh, 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 rating. Give us a review. Uh, yep. It really helps out the show. We've known, we've noticed that our show has grown a ton since uh, uh, Ted from uh, the Heal Truth podcast told us about it, and uh, ever since then, more and more of you guys have been listening to us. So we, we're really thankful for that. So head on over there, give us a five star review. We'll read off some of our five star reviews uh, every show, and that's actually what I'm going to pull up right now. I, I just, dude, I am so not prepared. I went skateboarding today, and, like, I'm just so happy I didn't die. Um, <clears throat> but you didn't know that about me, Aaron. I used to I used to skate quite a bit, man. Uh, once I saw the pictures with the uh, Jinkos on or Junkos, whatever the fuck that was, I pretty much... I never owned Jinkos. What are you talking about? That profile pic, you had you had to have those on in that profile pic. Which profile? You're like, six, Wait, you're like 16. Okay, maybe I owned Jinkos back then. That you def- those if there was ever Jinkos. age, I owned Jinkos. It was when I was sixteen. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's let's read off. Uh. uh Hitman Holly says, "What a crew! What a show! These guys are fun to chat with and listen to." Uh. Yes, sir. Um. Havoc Fifty Smack Draw. Great cast of guys. Fun and entertaining shows. Lots of content. Yeah, dude. I mean, we put out. Uh. Like at least three podcasts a week, because if you're not familiar with smack drop, it's actually a network and not our singular show. Me and our Ren host right. the rewind, uh, mm-hmm. will and Allison do bot spots and chair shots, uh, chair shots, excuse me, which is a fantastic listen. Uh, and then of course, uh, Ted does the heel truth podcast. He's our, our, our favorite heel, which is silly considering he's like right. the nicest out of this entire group of assholes. He's like the nicest of all of us. And he, by far, by he's far. the self-proclaimed heel of the show. No, he's the WWE heel. Yeah. William N. Woods uh, just gave a five-star review. Unpopular opinions need to be a regular thing. Uh, first time hearing Ted, so went and downloaded his show. He knows his stuff. Yes, he does. Uh, speaking of unpopular wrestling opinions, I need to I need to get off my ass and book the next episode. I'm there if you need me. Yeah, dude. Uh, 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 Matt Ritter from... Uh, the Smackin' It Raw podcast. He recommended a lot of cool people to invite oh, on the yeah. show. Yeah, so I'm going to definitely tap into that. I already have a couple tweets put aside. Listen to this one tweet. Uh, let's see. I, I literally saved it to my desktop. Let me see if I can pull up this <clears> damn thing. If I remember correctly, it was a spicy one. Um, I think you should save it for the show. It might be dated. Who knows? Dude, hey, it, reading it now, by the time I get to the show, no one's going to even remember. Uh, let's see. Oh, so I guess this is in reference to uh, uh, Dana Brooke losing the 24-7 title. Um, it says, last night, what happened to hashtag Dana Brooke was a clear message to hashtag Sasha Banks. Basically, hashtag Triple H saying, quote, if you decide to return and try to make everything all about you, it will not be tolerated. Unquote. Hashtag WWE. 
Hashtag. Burn that shit to the ground. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you guys, we're going to talk this week a lot about the Austin Theory cash-in that took place last week on Raw. Um, we're probably going to get a follow-up here in a couple minutes because right now right. it is uh, 7.54 Eastern time, so Raw is about to be on. So by the time you're listening to this, there's probably been some sort of follow-up. But we're going to talk about that Austin Theory cash-in. We're going to debate whether or not it's like the worst cash-in of all time. Um, it is kind of all aspects about it. And then kind of whatever comes to mind uh, between me and RN about some other pro wrestling stuff. Not to mention, uh, we've got Will, Allison, uh, Noob in the chat. Matt Ritter might be around if they throw out any topics or something. We can discuss that. For What's good, squad? Yeah, man. What's up, everybody? Um, really quick, RN. Uh, NWA is MAGA. Did you see this? Brodus Clay apparently won the NWA world title. I've never seen uh, uh, NWA on Twitter as much as I have in the last, like, uh, 48 hours. I've seen this stuff, but I haven't really paid attention to what exactly happened. So, apparently, Brodus Clay is not the most popular person because he's a regular on Fox and Friends. So, I guess he's a, a conservative. I don't personally know his political affiliation, but... I mean, I think it's a safe assumption. Uh, he's on Fox and Friends, and that kind of makes him uh, a little unpopular on the internet. Uh, uh, and I ain't trying to like downplay anybody's like dislike for the man. I personally don't know much about him. I didn't do the research. I know him as the Funkasaurus. Okay, um, but apparently, not only is he like unlikable in his like political views, apparently, he's just not that good of a wrestler. And uh, uh, he was in a triple threat uh, match at Hard to. Uh, what was it? What was uh, Hard Times? NWA's yeah. pay-per-view, the one that famously Nick Aldis is, uh, 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 was suspended before. And he was took part in a triple threat. I think Matt Cardona was one of the other guys. I, I don't recall who the other one yeah. was. And I'm sure somebody in the chat will update me on the match. But anyways, Brodus Clay seemed like the least likely person to win. Because A, uh, 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 his popularity. Uh, B, his wrestling ability. And then C, uh, dude, dude looks like he did not. Hey, look, I'm the last person to criticize anybody's <laughs> health habits, but this dude doesn't look like he's he's worked out, personally speaking, uh, in like the last like six years. I, I hate to say it. I ain't trying to body shame nobody, but um, it wasn't really a good look. He didn't really look like he, he looked like a champ holding that belt. Um, however, with that all being said, uh, once again, I haven't seen people really talk about NWA as much. So, RN, what? How's this striking you, man? Is this is this just a terrible move by Billy Corgan, or in some way is is poking the the ants' nest uh, of like the IWC, uh, the intended, uh, the intention of Corgan? Uh, it was definitely the intention because Corbin is old, an old school promoter, and like that's how he's always operated. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, I mean, it worked. So there's that. Uh, and like controversy, there's no such thing as bad publicity. So he he knew what he was doing. I think he anticipated this, and I think he just went for it, and it worked. I mean, because I don't watch NWA. I never watched it, if I'm being 100 honest. I kept go back and watch a match if somebody said that it was a good match or mm-hmm. said that something dope happened. But for the most part, I don't know where the hell is that, and uh, never watched. Maybe I think I've watched maybe three episodes on YouTube before, but. This made me go back and look and see what the hell was going on. (laughs) 
Yeah, man. I don't. I don't know. I I want to sit here and play. I I like to play. Um, <laughs> Allison says, "Do you even know who's on NWA's roster?" Allison, no. I no. mean, if you've watched the show, me and RN are, are more particular to WWE and AEW, and I think Impact is a close yeah. third. Yeah, Impact's definitely a close third for me. Yeah, NWA has has been off my radar. Uh, about as about as big as as uh, NXT UK was. Like, I just it, it's just like look. There's too much wrestling and you are like, like you're like three wrestling promotions down the pecking order from the, from the closest show that I don't even watch. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, so NWA has been an afterthought. I know of Nick Aldis. I know that obviously, uh, AEW's, uh, technically current reigning champion, Thunder Rosa was a very notable NWA women's champion. And Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks. Oh, see, I'm learning that right now on the air. I wasn't even aware. Yep. Um. So yeah, man. Uh, like it. Like I said, it got my attention. I. I don't like. I said. I. I, I don't really do the internet outrage. I understand right. why it does upset people. Uh. Uh. You know what I mean. Um, and it has got my interest. Now the real question is, with all of this buzz, am I Kyle Tyson, one half of the rewind? gonna tune into the next episode of nwa no yeah no i'm sorry like i'm not either i'm be honest like i tried it (laughs) i tried watching it like you know me like like i'm the old school guy like not old school but like i'm more into like the older style and like actual wrestling like i tried and like it's just not for me like i love some of the guys and girls on there ricky stark being one of them and i love nick aldis too but it's like like you said it's just too much like i'm trying to watch i was trying to watch nxc uk and uh, impact and everything, and then trying to find a way to slide in. And like, I just, I just never got into it. Like I said, I can honestly say too, I probably never gave it a fair shake, but mm-hmm. it was so much other stuff happening, other wrestling to watch that it kind of just fell by the wayside. Yeah. I will say, I remember hearing that, like, um, what was their weekly show? Uh, NWA power, right? Power. Er, er, yeah, er. Like, yeah. I remember that was picking up steam before the pandemic. I remember that was like right. one of the, like the, the, I mean, there was a lot of terrible things about the pandemic, but like in the wrestle for from wrestling sake, that was one of the shitty things was that that show had to shut down. I remember that, and then I remember uh, uh, um, Jim Cornette got himself. He was a commentator on NWA, and then right. he essentially got canceled for uh, making some pretty blatantly like racist commentary like like jokes um that yeah he just, said I, I forgot what it was exactly but yeah it was i i pretty, remember, it was borderline no, I, remember, I remember it word for oh. word I ain't, <laughs> I ain't gonna repeat it okay go ahead say it kyle go ahead say it <laughs> let's repeat it kyle you you watched the latest episode of saturday night live didn't you uh, uh, yeah. yes yeah that shit was hilarious dude Dave that shit that. was fucking fire yeah. the best part about that is like I gotta get back to flea bottom so I can check on my holes. <laughs> oh, that shit was fire, bro. <laughs> well, anyways, yeah, man, NWA. I'll continue to peek in on on social media and check out the clips, but I I'm not really like I I, I, I have I try and watch a pay per view every now and then, like if it's a big enough match like yeah. But I mean I'm gonna be honest like I thought I wanted to go back, but then when I saw Trevor Murdoch won the title and shit, I was like yeah that's that's like, probably a step too far for me. <laughs> hey. But here's a here's a good segue. Um, if you are interested in NWA and you want to hear to you want to listen to more some more experienced voices 
on the product, you know. I uh, definitely give a listen to our uh, our our sister show, Bot Spots and Chair Shots, which is live every Thursday mm-hmm. night. Uh, Will and Allison stay 100% up to date with NWA, and they are super qualified uh, to to give commentary on it. Not to or mention- Patreon idea. If you guys want to pay us to go watch a NWA pay-per-view and have me and Kyle either do a watch-along or do commentate, commentate ourselves as we're watching, like giving our views, let us know. We will definitely make that happen. Dude, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll give commentary on it. Why not? We'll do a, we'll do a live, live watch-along and react to NWA. Are you looking at Seth Rollins' suit right now? He looks like one of those bubblegum popsicles. No, I, I keep Raw turned off, and then I start watching it at like 10 o'clock because uh, I have it DVR'd, and I can fast-forward through he commercials. He has successfully turned into fucking... Uh, I don't even know, man. You like, say he's I, a piece of bubblegum right now? Yeah, he literally looks like one of those... You know those like blue, pink, and like bubble bubblegum flavor, like popsicles that are like kind of like tie-dye looking? Blow pops? No, like actual popsicles, like cotton oh, candy popsicle. bubble. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bubblegum flavor. That's yeah, what yeah. it yeah, that's what his suit is. Ah, sick, dude. Seth Rollins is fucking fantastic. I, I love that he raids Becky Lynch's oh, closet. My God. Um He looks like he's pretty much turned into Elton John. Like see, literally. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. No, Elton that's, John's no, a that's hell what I'm saying. Hell dresser, no. man. Elton John yeah. dude, Elton John's style just gets better with age. You know that? Like, like looking back at his outfits as as time goes on, it ages so good. Um Noob says I used to, uh, <laughs> I, my mom used to listen to him like and I didn't know like clearly I didn't know about like being gay or whatever that yeah. so I always just thought he just dressed like a superhero. Like that's what my mom that's what I used to say <laughs> to my mom. Like he looks like he's in a comic book hero. Like that's what I used to always say. She's like, Yeah, babe, that's what he's dressing like. <laughs> dude, that flamboyant fucking dude. I love it, man. I look back at that shit. Like I would have been I would have been insecure to admit I liked that when I was younger. Now I'm like, dude, Ellen John was the fucking man. Fucking Oh yeah, he's Ellen fucking John. raw. Dude, he's so like my good. mom was like into like, like die hard. Like I know way too many of his songs for real. <laughs> uh, Noob says I like the NWA when all this and Rosa were there. Then COVID hit, and then NWA hired some new talent to make it interesting, but they lost momentum. Allison said, "Well, Will is qualified. I pretend. Yeah, Will's actually, believe it or not, folks. I think by definition, Will is a journalist." Yeah, uh, so we actually have a professional journalist uh, here on Smack Right, guys. I'll be honest, I probably watch MLW more than I've ever watched Power. Like I've seen, a I've, handful I've never watched of MLW. a full episode of Power. I've seen clips. Right. Yeah. Noob also says I did enjoy the uh, Natalia Markova dude. By the way, Noob is a wonderful friend of the show. He mm-hmm. is a friend of many podcasts on Twitter. He is also the world's biggest uh, Natalia Markova fan. I swear to God, this dude. Sims for Natalia day in and day out. Um, What's that? Make sure you say the last name because I was about to kick him out the stream if it was because you keep saying <laughs> Natalia. You know how. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Markova. She needs to give him a follow. If she does, I actually, she probably already does. Well, we need to get noobs ass on here. I mean, we normally get our super our super supporters on the show. And stuff, Hell yeah. So. He says on NWA, she cut some fire promos and then put on some awesome matches. She should be signed to WWE. She looks like a WWE chick. Um, Will says, I just looked up what Cornette said in 2018, and what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's bad, folks. It's real fucking bad. It's bad for... it was bad. It's it's bad for the 80s. It's really bad for the 2020s. Um, Good God. It's so... So... (laughs) So (laughs) insensitive. Oh, man. 
Uh, all right, let's 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 get into the meat and potatoes of today's show. Let's talk about Let's Austin Theory um, failed to cash in last Monday. I failed to cash in. He at- so he attempted to cash in his money in the bank on Seth Rollins uh, uh, for the U.S. title. This is the first time uh, that uh, a cash in attempt has been on anything other than the world title. And also, he is now he was unsuccessful, so he joins the prestigious group of Baron Corbin, John Cena, uh, fuck, who else? I think that's it, ain't it? No, it, it, it it's Baron Corbin, John Cena, and I want to say like Mizdow, Damian Sandow. I think was a failed cash in as well. I can't remember. I'm not gonna lie to yeah. you. I, either way, he is. I think only the fourth person to fail to cash in. Um, and it was some bullshit. Yeah, man. What do you feel about this? How you feel? I fucking hate it. Like, but I understand. Like, I'm firmly behind Triple H and his decisions. But I think this was uh, a burn down on everything to kind of get the Vince think off of him because that's what most people complain about him winning anyway. Oh yeah. So it, it is. It is worth noting that in the last, I think, thirty minutes of Raw, uh, Triple H not only killed the 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 money in the bank with Austin Theory, but that's also when he killed the 24-7 title. So the joke is is Triple H just went out there and killed the last remnants of Vince McMahon yeah. last Monday, uh, which is, is actually pretty hilarious. And I love Theory so much. That's the only reason why I'm mad. But anything Daddy Triple H says, I'm going to have to just roll with it. But I th- I, th- I feel like they're wasting Austin anyway. Like, we don't these lame-ass promos they're giving him, like, he can scorch earth some people. Like he's just as good. Not maybe not now because MJF is on like a whole nother fucking level. But like, go back. People need to go back and watch some of his stuff and evolve. Like he is, he's ridiculous on the mic, and we have yet to see that yet because I don't think they trust him. And hopefully this can be like. Hopefully we don't see him tonight, and this really is like a burn down of the whole giving and everything. Come back something different. Like I wouldn't mind him coming back as uh, Seth Rollins' disciple again. You know what I'm saying? Like. Or bodyguard or something or minion, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm down for all of that. Because I, I think that that would have been a great way for us to finally start to see his his moves on a mic, how he can work on a mic too, bouncing off of Seth. So, but we never got to see it because of that situation he got put in and got got fired or suspended, whatever. But he just got taken on television for a minute. Right. Let's just put it. I there. love Austin Theory. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I, I I hope this doesn't end up being something bad for him, but like I always just looked at it as let, we're trying to get the like you said the last little bits and pieces of Vince the fuck out of here. So, so my issue, uh, I don't. I, I mean, my issue isn't so much that the the, the briefcase was taken off of him. Um, it is. It is for one. It is strikingly odd of all the titles to do it on it the U.S. title. I think that makes. I think that makes Austin Theory just look like a chump character wise. Like, and then also. Seth attempted twice to do an open challenge. Like that's that's from a story from a story standpoint. Just looking at it like without like just just in the moment the decision Austin Theory's character made like was was fucking stupid. Like so stupid. You you had yeah. a guy who tr- literally tried to do the open challenge twice that night. You telling me Austin Theory couldn't come out? And just answer the open challenge for the belt, you know. I didn't honestly. I was wasn't really paying attention. I was like cooking and cleaning, like as it was everything was going on, kind of. So I was like in and out. I thought that that's just what he did. I didn't know he fucking. 
uh, gave up, uh, yeah. used the money in the bank thing until so, after. I was like, what? Yeah, so it was – Seth came out early in the evening to right? do the I've open challenge. And I think it was like uh, 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 hot, uh, fucking Hot Topic Bullet Club was out there along right. with, with the OC and, and AJ. They started brawling, so Seth walked to the back. Walked out. I've seen him creep yeah, out. Like. Yeah, and then he came back out, did another open challenge. Ali was about to answer it, but he got murked by Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley is the one who came out and answered the challenge. So in either of those points, Austin Theory technically could have came out and answered and gone right. after the belt. Instead, he didn't. And then he decided to wait till Seth was hurt, which is, okay, cool. That's that's something that you know you do when you have money in the bank. You wait till a guy yeah, is beat up. To cash it in. But if you're going to wait till someone's beat up to cash in, why not do it on Roman Reigns on his next title match? You know what I mean? Like, I get, like, being apprehensive to cash in on a weekly show because Roman's never there, you know? So, right. But if your whole game plan is to wait till a guy is beat up, Roman has to defend his belt. So, it just made, made Austin Theory's character look, like, so dumb. Um but it is what it is. I mean, you know what I mean? We're in for the long game, and it probably is better because now Austin Theory is free to feud with non-world title holders and right. probably flex uh, his talent uh, more because uh, he, he can have better feuds. We're not, fo- we're not pigeonholing him into Roman, who's honestly like booked probably past Mania. Right. Um, so... I mean, I'm gonna be honest. They're making Ali look like a piece of shit right now, too. Like, oh I, yeah, dude, Ali's Ali's going nowhere. Like that. I I, I don't know what happened with him. Like I was so like the Miz promo backstage where he's literally just looking at Miz's balls. Like I'm like, come on, man. Like this is some bench shit, man. Mm. Well, he just jumped on uh Bobby Lashley's back like a spider monkey and got flung twice. So oh yeah, dude. All this sucks because where's where's your outrage level with Ali mistreatment? Uh, not really that high. I mean, like at this point, it's like I don't really have outrage for anything in WWE and in, in WWE because it's like I think they're still on a there's still a learning curve for it as Triple H kind of sees who he's got and who he's using and who he wants to grab. So I'm kind of giving them a pass. And even with AEW, like I'm not mad at AEW with all the stuff they're doing either. Like I'm mad about the only thing I can't stand about them is the fucking heel turns for no reason but even You're with still them, upset like, even, about joe ain't you yeah like i like i don't even like <laughs> wardlow like that honestly but like i thought that they made a dope tag team and you got four thousand fucking belts so you can kind of keep the belts out of the picture if they stay as a tag team you know what i'm saying but now it's like didn't make any sense to me whatsoever i mean they were ta- and like there's if you got a, a, a the name pushed together or titan triangle like that that's a fucking tag team to me they were tagged for a week we and a half. Two AJ and they broke up after a week. So I mean, what's exactly? I was on? mad about that too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they literally had T-shirts too. By the way, yeah. I wonder. I wonder if you could find a a, a Y two AJ uh, T-shirt online, like on eBay. You think you could find that shirt? Oh yeah, I guarantee you. you find think it so? somewhere. I bet. I mean, I bet you can find knockoffs for it. Y two AJ WWE uh, shirt. Let me find that shit. There it is. What about shopping wise though? Okay, so I mean, I see pictures. Authentic WWE Wrestling Y2J. Oh, man. No, not Y2AJ, though. Uh, uh, no. Can't find shit shopping. <laughs> no. Man. Would you want a Y2AJ shirt? Such an obscure... Yeah. 
I'd you would? You'd bitch. want it just like as a... As, you'd have to just have every time. Be like, look. No, we don't. Who the hell? No one asks about wrestling shirts. That's true. No, you're, you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I not. wear wrestling shirts all the time, and none of my friends know what the fuck it is. Except for, unless if it's like an NWO shirt or Roman Reigns. Like, for the most part, they never know 90% of my shirts are wrestling shirts. Oh, I just crashed Chrome. I hope like, I don't they know this screen. one because of old school rock and shit. That's Nation of Domination. Bad. They're promoting that episode on uh, Young Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he joined well, this is nation. actually another podcast. It's Black Wrestling Podcast. This is like some of their merch. I got you. Hey, I have to. Uh, uh, Chrome just crashed. Hopefully, the stream does not just close on us. I don't know what's happening right now. Like my my computer's let me down. I'm it's been Chrome. Sleep. Chrome's been acting ass the last couple of days. Like even on my work computer, like Chrome crashed on me like two or three times a day. All right, cool. We're good though. We're good. It's off. It says uh, code breaking and risk taking. Y two AJ shirt. That's um, actually kind of dope. It's not, it's not that bad. Uh, Code breaking and risk taking. That's fire. Yeah. Bring that shit on. <laughs> Damn it. It broke up too early, RN. What'd you say? I'm going to drop so my hair. They, they broke up too early, man. Yeah, they did. They, Absolutely. They, they, that would have been a dope us. tag team. They, they, they just had started getting their momentum that whole week that they were together. That would have been that would have been fire. Like, just imagine the fucking Code Breaker into the Styles Clash or... Uh, the forearm into the uh walls of Jericho, like they, there were so many fucking different things that probably would have been dope if they had got that off. <laughs> it's kind of like a him and Lance Storm back in the day, thrill seekerish. Yeah, I was watching um I was watching uh, uh Royal Rumble two thousand one, and uh, AJ, oh uh, not AJ, Jesus Christ, uh, uh uh Chris Jericho and um uh Chris Benoit had a fucking banger of a ladder match on that card. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, uh, the fuck were we talking about? Oh yeah, you, you said you were upset about Wardlow, and that's that's yeah. the only thing that's upsetting you right now is Wardlow and getting. Uh, I mean, like I said, it's not so much that it's Wardlow; it's just he, so much that it's just. Healed? Do you think he's healed, or is he just? And like, that's I'll the thing, like you never everybody. Like I ain't got no allies. I don't know. Like I said, it's it's. I don't know. They're just as bad as what heel and faces as WWE is. Like theirs is just random. You never know who's a tweener, who's a baby, who's a heel. And in WWE, the heels don't do the heels do babyface shit, and the uh, faces do uh, heel shit. So it's just like it's all mixed up. Like I, I, I honestly don't even look and see if a motherfucker's heel or face, and I just take it for what I like from him and keep it moving. Who who do you want to see with that uh, TNT title out of that three way? Probably Hobbs, honestly, Hobbs, just to right. see. Yeah, dude, Hobbs looks I like a million him. fucking bucks, dude. His look is so yeah. clean. That guy looks like. And I believe him as a monster and as a big dude, even though he's really one of those ones that isn't that big either. But like he, I, I believe in him. Like, dude, he looks strong as fuck. Yeah, Thank he you. looks like a powerhouse. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, all right, fucking corny as shit. <laughs> and I like he just comes out with the fucking chain and the, the flame shit and everything like that. Like it's just like real shit. Like I'm out here to fuck some shit up. Let's see what happens. Oh, me is grill. He looks intimidating as fuck. I wouldn't mind him, maybe him getting into a uh, stable with Swerve and all them and being like their muscle or something, being like Swerve's muscle. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind it, but I think I think that's been his issue, though, is he's always been part of a group, and the group's focus has always been like somebody else has been the main guy. Right. You know, Team Taz, the main guy, was uh, uh, mainly uh, 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 
who was the main guy? It was Brian Cage for a while. Brian Cage, yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then, and then after that, it was it was Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't mind him being with Stokely, like, because I hate the fucking firm, and dude, it's not because you think. Oh my god, dude! Just it's listen. We AEW was able to take like admit that Brandy's faction, whatever was going on, the Nightmare Collective or whatever. Right, right. They abandoned that. Like they mm-hmm. they admitted it was ass, and they abandoned it. Dude, you can do the same with the firm. Like I and and honestly, I don't mind the firm. Like I don't mind what they stand on and what they're looking for. But Ethan Page doesn't dark, need a manager. Bro. They huh? scream dark though. Like not yeah, saying, yeah, no, I'm not no, that's... Ethan Page and like Morrissey scream dark. But just like as a as a no, group, I mean like as a group, as a group, yeah, yeah, they're basic as fuck. And like I said, Ethan Page doesn't need a mouthpiece. Like if anything, like I wouldn't mind if it was Morrissey and. And even more, she doesn't really need a need a fucking mouthpiece. Really, none of them, nobody in this group really does. Because even the ass boys are decent on the mic. Like I, I wish they had picked some people that actually needed Stoker. Like I wouldn't mind him being with Powerhouse. Yeah. And even the ass boys to a certain extent. Like if we change them up a little bit, but like, nah, dude, the ass I don't know. Boy, like nothing boys, about that shit. Ass makes boys sense. can work out their contract and go somewhere else, man. They right. they haven't been doing it for me. I don't think they're terrible, but they just they don't. They don't stand out. You know what I mean? I think they need a mouthpiece. That's what I'm saying. They need a mouthpiece like Stokely, like if he could focus basically on them. I don't know. I think think they just need to age a little bit, get a little bit grizzled. I don't know. Like they, Yeah. And that's that's what I'm saying. Even though the the shit looks like Shawn Michaels, their gear and shit and everything, like nothing. Like, yeah, they just don't. They're trying. I I mean, I'll give them A for effort, dude. Like they have. Yeah, I like them a lot. They are trying. Like the people around them, they are trying to push those kids and and everything. But God, they just don't do it, man. Um, At least not for me. Not for me, at least. No, I completely understand. Like I said, I and I love Ethan Page. Ethan Page is probably in my top 10 wrestling. Like especially when him and Josh were were the North. Like I fuck with them heavy and like. He doesn't need Stokely like anyway. Like he may be, like I don't think there's anybody as good as him on the mic besides NJF, honestly. And I even think that he could go toe to toe with NJF, and like you, it wouldn't miss a beat. It'd be better to him and fucking up Punk was, if I'm being 100 percent honest. Yeah. But like, so what does he need the best heel manager outside of Paul Heyman? Why does why do they need to be together? Like I never, I mean, I just didn't get it. Like I know it's a callback kind of to the ball stuff or whatever, but it was like. Unnecessary, like. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't aware of any of that. Yeah, dude. I want to, dude. I I hate to say it, but I really want to see uh, Enzo and Cass back together. Absolutely. Like, they should have never done. They should have never got fired really from do. fucking WWE. Do you think? Um. Do you think? Uh. Mm, I wonder why we haven't, like, why we haven't gotten that. Will saying, "Yeah, Ethan Page wrestled himself." Yeah, we covered that. Will. Yeah, mm-hmm. we uh we talked about the the karate guy. Um, yeah, she was it was that, that shit I was love Ethan Page. Fun. He's literally top five for me. Like like I fucking love him. I always have. As soon as I seen him body bag, uh, fucking uh, what's his name, Darby and Evolve. Yeah, I was like this fucking dude is crazy. Like I and, <laughs> and just how he like I I genuinely love Ethan Page. And he was using the uh, he's mean the bro. cradle power driver. Yeah, he is he's fucking mean, evil. He's a mean boy. He is evil and he's big as shit. You don't like you don't really get it how big he really is, especially in pro wrestling today. Like he's probably top five, one of the biggest dudes on the fucking roster. Yeah. Like legit. Oh, Will, no, I was Will saying uh he, he's saying sorry that he uh No, no, we we talked about him wrestling himself on green screen on a previous show. Not not, yeah, not yeah, tonight. Yeah, not, this. Yeah, not tonight. But dude, yeah, he's mean as fuck, dude. Like uh, oh, and he's fucking he's so good on the mic. 
Like that's the thing that strikes me. Like I haven't, I you know, I'm being introduced to him through AEW, right, right. Uh, and then the highlights that they show of him and Darby in the past and stuff. Where like, just he's, go, he's go to evolve. Look up, up like he has a couple like mini docs from Evolve. Like yeah. some of this shit will give you chills. Like he's not fucking. And the worst part is too, for as evil as he is, is outside the ring. He's literally one of the nicest, like nerdiest fucking dudes you ever meet in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like married. Long time girlfriend and everything, and they've been together forever. He collects action figures and shit. Like, he's literally like, I've seen bits. I of love his vlogs. him. I've seen bits of his YouTube right. vlogs. Um, I love him on in and out the ring. Like he's he's uh, he's definitely one of my favorite wrestlers. Yeah, because you had the being the elite, and then so they really tried to push, uh, uh, expose AW tried to really expose Sammy's vlog. And uh, and then uh, Ethan Page's one. Famously, Ethan Page had that clip that went viral um, of before Danhausen was in AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danhausen pointing towards like a green screen door, calling it the Forbidden Door. And there was a whole bunch of like weird, funky shit coming through. Right. It, was, it was hilarious. It was it was really funny. It was, like Ethan Page was all weirded the fuck out. Um, but yeah, man. <laughs> what else was it? Trying to think of anything else. Um. I don't really know. Like, like I said, AEW's been alright. I don't think any anybody's been hitting anything out of the park. Like, I think it's all been maybe a little bit more than mid. Yeah. But which is good. Like, I'm I'm okay with that as long as we don't I have mean, any dude, super dude, dips. Being being consistently like above, like you don't have to like AEW early on. You know, like 2019 through 2021, uh, they set their bar like super high. Right. So nowadays, when they have these missteps and stuff, they they do get a uh, little bit more heavily criticized, especially for like you know, because there are people that are like anti-company. You know what I mean? They'll, right, right, they'll, right. They'll throw that extra shade for for you know, just like essentially no reason. But I mean, they're fine, man. The, they're fine. They they consistently pull around those million viewers, and 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 the uh, uh, Warner Media has come out and said they're like they're super satisfied with that. Mm-hmm. Their fan base is good. They're just they're building their momentum. I'll be honest with you. I think Rampage has been a better show than uh, Dynamite probably oh, the past the month. Out. Get out of here, man. Just Ramp- like not like They've not had like two overall. decent episodes. No, but- not like the whole episode. I mean, just like the wrestling itself on and the matches. Like I feel like they that's the appeal of Rampage. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they have better matches by far. Like yeah, and I will. I don't know, like. I'm just not as invested in AEW like as as I used to be. Like, and I, I don't know if it's because we don't really see the champs that much, and like the the long pay per view turnover time is kind of getting to me too. Which I like it at the same time, but I don't think they do enough with it as far as like building feuds towards the pay per view. They always wait till two weeks before the fucking pay per view and try to cram a whole mm-hmm. feud in right before the pay per view. I think I'm like, that's the have... biggest. I think that's their biggest criticism for this yeah. upcoming pay per view is like. The card looks fantastic, but there's mm-hmm. been like next to no build. I'm sure the show will be great. Like I, right. I have no doubt in my mind that they'll come and deliver. But you know, uh, paying off long stories uh, is also an appeal of a pay per view, and we'll probably miss out on on a lot of that this, yeah. this go around. Well, yeah, and you know that's that's my thing too. That's my those are my two biggest complaints. Them is that no real build up until like a week or two before the pay per view, and then. There's no, there's ever, there's never any real blow off. Like the next pay, the next night on brand page, you'll get, you'll see the same damn people fighting each other again. Like a pay-per-view didn't just happen. Like, unless it's like blood and guts or like the stadium, like there's no real actual like blow off on, on fuse anymore with them. Like it always just seems like shit just keeps going for nine months until they just give up on it. (laughs) 
Well, let's see here. So, so far what's listed, according to Wikipedia, so far what's listed is Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus uh, in the Steel Cage match. That should be a blow-off. That'll be a blow-off. The feud's been going way too long. That's a six-month feud. Yeah, it has been going (laughs) way too long. But, first match, first blow-off. We're okay there. Um, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal taking on Sting and Darby. Dude, how are you feeling about Jeff, by the way? How are you feeling about Double, Double J? I love Jeff Jarrett. I always have. Like, I don't get the slap nut shit, the fucking, uh, the, the achy breaky heart fucking okay, I blonde love, hair. I love slap nuts. I love that. I've, I've, I have always loved Jeff Jarrett. I don't know why. Like, even NWA champion Jeff, Jeff Jarrett, you know what I'm saying? Long blonde hair, fucking Targaryen fucking uh, Jeff Jarrett. Like, I don't know why. I've just always loved Jeff Jarrett. Like, you see I him just, chase that stage hand and not catch him. Right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, he, I even, that promo that was so wasn't awkward. that bad. He was, that promo was kind of weird, but not bad at the same time. Like, I kind of digged him being the, like, man in black cowboy with the black leather gloves and shit and everything holding It actually does look kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. I, 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 I'm bro, usually I, repulsed by Jared, and I'm like, all right, this is, I was, this is pretty. This is pretty I was scared cool. to post that hot opinion because I figured it might be a UW of a post. <laughs> I thought that it, shit it looked fire. It probably will land you on there. I don't give a shit. Fuck it. I thought that shit looked fire with the black, <laughs> black trench coat and the black gloves holding the fucking guitar. I'm like, please tell me he's going to bust somebody in the head with this motherfucker. Oh man, I love Jeff Jarrett. I always have. I'm, I don't like, maybe not so much TNA. Jeff Jarrett was a little much sometimes, but as soon as he cut the hair and went to and went to WCW, like just blaming people. Oh, like I I love Jeff Jarrett. I got a slap nut shirt in there somewhere. Cut off. There you go. Maybe we'll wear it on an upcoming show if we find it. Uh, yeah, that's that's gonna set something up. They, probably gonna get Jared and Sting again. <laughs> like these guys are doomed to like fight until they're seventy. I don't care as long as they're fighting each other and not wasting a win or, or on staying on one of a younger talent. I don't give a shit. I I, I know I I'm the hate the old guys coming back shit, but y'all that's because you guys don't listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying I hate the old guys come back and we sacrifice an upcoming star or a new guy. If they come back and beat the shit out of each other, I'm I'm okay with a fucking uh with an old folks home match or a Kane <laughs> on a Walker on a pole match. Like I'm okay with that Walker if they're beating match. each other up. Oh my gosh. Um oh that's fantastic. Um God, Soraya Mia, Mia Yim is so fucking mid, God. You think she's mid? Oh, she's about as mid as it gets, man. Uh Soraya and Britt Baker. So what did you think of this promo on Dynamite where Soraya comes out? She cuts this emotional promo. Dude, when she so when she said that she is medically cleared. Um, mm-hmm. And then I saw her start to break down. I'm not gonna lie, I got, I got goosebumps. I started to get sucked into the emotion because I got, I I went from this is a pro wrestling promo to this is a legitimate big thing that this woman like she just got like like a huge weight off yeah. of her shoulders being able to finally say she's cleared to wrestle. So I'm like sucked into this and I'm feeling for her. And then Britt Baker comes out uh, uh, and you know and says that you know. Essentially, Paige left her home to to try to take over the house that Britt Baker built, you know, mm-hmm. brick by brick. And then the fans didn't know who to cheer for because everything Britt Baker said was facts, true, was absolute facts. And I think that may have not been the intention. Because, Hell no, that wasn't the intention. Because Paige, I, I'm sorry, Soraya is just hard for me to say. I'm, so I'm right, just going right. to stick with Paige until I get more comfortable. Paige looks shook. She looked shook when the when the when the crowd was cheering for uh, Britt Baker, and so she had to double down. 
and say that Britt didn't know what it didn't have what it takes and hasn't gone through what Paige has gone through, which is pretty untrue actually, because right. Britt carried the women's division for over a year uh, and had this insane blood feud with um, with uh, Thunder Rosa, and so like you almost have babyface versus babyface, even though mm-hmm. technically Britt Baker's a heel. Everything she said is true about the home turf. Is the home? This turf. is the problem AW with is home turf for Brit. This is the problem with AW and Tony overthinking everything, and sometimes underthinking. Like we all know as watchers and fans, Britt Baker gets cheered a lot of fucking places she's not supposed to. Well, not only that, but expecting it's that 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 tone deaf. Here's right. my new WWE toy. Right, coming in and claiming this is her home, which when is Britt just Baker not a real good it. moniker when you have no. Britt who's been here since day one, and, and for a woman that hasn't wrestled in fucking five six years. Yeah, like you could have Paige still be babyface, but right. the context of this promo, uh, it does is like you know it's it's uh, egotistical to come in and say yeah. like this is now my house. I'm taking it from you, and it's like, again oh, heels a, being heels, faces being faces. AEW alumni. In, in Brit, so that's my problem with the all of it is like they should have based it strictly off Soraya working to come back from the injury because mm-hmm. you can't boo that no matter what exactly. And then you can have Brit attack that like, oh look at why did it take you so long? If it was me, blah, blah blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's ways you could poke fun of it and poke holes in it to make the crowd turn on Brit. But if you sit there to an AW, the most loyal, overly loyal, overly emotional. Puss, poop butt pussy fans oh, shut the fuck up. and try and tell their like homegrown you know what i'm saying like love of their lives queen you have some wwe person come in and try and tell them that this is their house they made it like no like i don't understand like they never stop bragging about I you think, stands I like page was page was kind of screwed there because this whole yeah. like the phrase like this is my house really has been like her thing so it's right, kind of hard. It's house. kind of hard. Like she's like you. She should have just abandoned that phrase. Yeah. You know, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson abandoned the yes chant. You know, maybe you could have earned the "This is my house" you after know you what beat I mean? her. Exactly. After you beat, like after you beat Brit. But yeah, coming in and just proclaiming it, it's yours now that you're here and you're you're technically cleared to wrestle was a it's little. Just, it's just one more thing with Tony being tone deaf. Like now you're being like we already know you're tone deaf, and sometimes shit just goes over your head. But now you're toned up to your own damn crowd and your, your own, own damn fans. supporters. Just getting blinded by the new WWE toy. I mean, I'm shoot, I'm Every super time. stoked on Soraya. It was just that promo was 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 uh was definitely missed the mark. I didn't I thought the promo was ass. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad I'm not the only one. Like I cause it just didn't make sense of going against Britt. Like, even mm-hmm. though she's supposed to be the heel, even though we're supposed to hate her, that's not the case. That hasn't yeah. been the case in a long remove, time. Remove the you know remove the identities of the two people and just give the context of the promo itself right. having an outsider walk in and proclaim a company as their company to the person that's been there since day 1 and also had to grow and develop wasn't a big thing you know like had no. this huge growth that in context like you would say the the original is the good guy and and the, this outsider is is the bad guy. So yeah, it's, it's a little weird. Um, uh, uh, moving on, Jade Cargill and Nyla. This is just essentially now a, a full gear yeah. preview show because I ran out of content. Um, Jade Cargill and Nyla Rose uh, going for the TBS champion. Nyla Rose's little story here. 
Uh, she stole uh, Cargill's belt, has been parading it around. I think this is just a way to allow Cargill to have the win, to be fair, uh, and allow that belt to like do something other than just sit in one spot the whole time. Kind of like it's kind of like allowing her to look like she's regaining what's already hers. Uh, you know what else you could do to kind of get get some of that off? What's that? Have her fucking defend the belt. That's true too. <laughs> like I love her. Like she's my yeah. favorite woman's wrestler right now. I mean, whenever unless Shayna wrestles, which we never know when that's going to be. But Jade, like, have her wrestle. Then you can kind of get away from it being like a stagnant thing, and you're like, and I hope she power bombs uh, Nyla or something. Like, because what's the point of this match if she doesn't like she overpower has to do, like, a big her? Like, move, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, she has to have something like that. Or like, what? Why are we doing this? Well, she's gonna and I hate like, this. I hate the stealing the belt thing. It's the dumbest shit ever. It is always like a weak. Uh, uh, it is. It is always like a silly thing. And then not to mention, she even looks like even more stupid with constantly attempting to get it back and failing. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Well, my thing is too. Like, you got two monsters. Just the you. This could have been like built up like almost in. Strowman, like two monster fucking women, actual monster women. They are like the biggest going, women in the whole division. Yeah, like maybe in all of wrestling. Honestly, for I mean, they're if we being, if you really think about it, like there ain't much. There aren't two women I can think of what well, that are Cargo bigger than both is, of them. I think Jade and uh, Charlotte are the same height. Jade's just way more cut and defined. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, there's not than, two than women like them yeah. on any roster. Like, you could have did that. Like, you could have made this up. Like Godzilla versus King Kong type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it didn't have a, to have a dumbass storyline attached to it to make it big and make it feel good, feel good for both of them. So like I like I said, it goes back to the overthinking shit. Like I think they just overthought this way too much. And I thought that they didn't really have a story. So they used the belt stealing shit to kind of dwell up one, which like I said, you had the story right there already in front of your face. They when the unmovable object makes the whatever the fuck however fuck you say <laughs> what what is it now oh man now i'm on the on the spot immovable first the unstoppable force yeah right or the Ooh, well, i think it. it's actually the vice versa i think it's um yeah. either way, I, either you, way y'all knew I, what I, I either way either way you knew what i meant yes i did uh <laughs> this feud between jade and nyla it's dumb because nyla rose has the same mentality like Braun Strowman. Yeah, pretty much. She is just like this big dullard. Although, I really wish somehow we could get a blend of Nyla Rose's like uh, Twitter persona on TV because Nyla is is one of the most hilarious fucking people. Oh, fire. I, oh, my God. Fire. The, the, the fact, the fact like that we don't get that like on TV is a damn shame because Nyla is hilarious. Um, and then that's what made me like her because I like. Yeah. Her in-ring persona is not bad. Like, I think I started liking it a little bit more when she got with Vicky because Vicky kind of could talk for her. And we started seeing more of her personality. But her Twitter presence, like, made me actually give a shit, like, look into, like, and then actually watch her matches and see she's a really good wrestler. Yep. She's still working her, working on the mic, but I'm glad they're giving her a shot. But, like, yeah, like, if we could see more of her being hurt, it's kind of like the Roman deal. Like, once Roman started being more himself, we fucking love him. Like, and I think that they could probably get that from Nyla as well. Cause yeah, it's two separate things. Like it's so ass her character. And then you go to Twitter and she's like, God damn, this bitch is crazy. I love it. Best you know fucking follows you can have yes. on Twitter is Nyla Rose's uh, fucking handle, man. She's hilarious. Um, 
You got uh, Jericho versus Brian Danielson versus Claudio versus Sammy Guevara for the Ring of Honor World Championship match. So the story here is that uh, Jericho has said that he'll defend his belt against anybody. Um, he says that he'll defend it against both Brian and uh, uh, Danielson and Claudio. Uh, and he says uh, you know, Sammy can get in there because Sammy will help even the odds. And then when the time is right, when the time is right, Sammy will do what needs to be done. Essentially like laying down for Chris. Right. Okay, so story-wise aside, this match will probably be fantastic. Oh, yeah. There's I, no problems about this it. Is gonna this is going to be one of be... the best, I think, blends of in-ring talent mm-hmm. plus good old sports entertainment. Bliss. Sammy like, flying over, going through tables, 450s through tables. We're going to get a little bit of everything. We're going to, yeah, this, I think this match is going to be like a wide, like it's going to have a lot of variety to it. Yeah. The question yeah. is, is does Jericho, for one, let's, let's just be honest. Jericho is ring of honor world championship has, has been kind of flat at best. He doesn't really strike me like the ring of honor world championship feels beneath Jericho. I'm not going to lie. Jericho, although he's old and he'd be a tough sell for me to be world champ again. It feels like for him, it'd be world champ or nothing. Like right. I, that, that might just be me. I don't mind it because that's what he came back to do is to prop up the young people and shit. But it's like there's no young people in this match. I mean, I guess you can count Sammy, but well, that and that and he's the Ring of Honor champion, and it's a fatal four way, and it's all AEW guys, right? You know, they granted, should have never took no it Ring off of Honor right now. Tec- right. But technically, there is. They should have never took it off Gresham, and that's what they should have been been building up. Doing this, taking on the former champs and shit that in AEW to kind of give us a glimpse of who he really is. We'll give the crowd a glimpse of who he is and build that guy up to be your champ. And then you know what, Tony? If you don't like Gresham, okay, use Bandito. You got Bandito. Like Bandito's fucking awesome. He just Bandito awesome. just beat goddamn um Roosh. Yeah. Yeah, in this in this uh fucking- And what's his name with the boys? I always forget his name. Dalton Castle. Yeah, Dalton Castle. Oh, fucking, I love God, him. Dalton's amazing, man. Old school, but like not at the same time. And just that flamboyant at, with the boys dude, coming out and being his chair and shit. Promos all yes. fucking day, dude. I mean, he's yes. great. He's great in the ring. But I could listen to that dude's like vignettes and promos all goddamn day. Facts. Like, I fuck with him heavy. Who do you think's winning this four way, by the way? Uh, probably Daniel Bryan. Bryan. Yeah, let's give it to let's give it to Danielson. Um, or or Claudio. Give it to one of the Blackpool Combat Club guys. And, I think this uh, is going to start up some shit with him, and that's why it's exactly. going to be Daniel. I think he's going to get – he's either going to knock him the fuck out or do something heelish or whatever, and that's how he's going to win. Yeah. Um, the Combat Club needs a fatal four-way before it's all said and done. I want to see Moxley, Danielson, Claudio, and uh, 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 Yuta in a four-way match. See, this is too emotional. Like I said, this was kind of like how Catchpoint was with Drew Gulak and everything. Like, they would fight each other regularly. For titles or opportunities of titles, but it wasn't no emotions in it. Was just like the spirit of competition. They shake hands, do the catch point handshake after fucking every match and shit and everything. Like this is too emotional. Will Willem, you you just like mad and shit like an ex girlfriend at fucking Daniel Bryan. Like you chose her over me. Like get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> like it's too much emotion yeah. into it. Like it doesn't and, like and it and it, and it and it Danielson being upset because he's been disrespected feels kind of beneath the the character right. of Danielson. Like, and I think the whole point of the combat club is to be in combat, but not be like emotional bitches about it. <laughs> like it's supposed to be the spirit of competition. Like that's to me, that's what I got from the club was I say 
I say, I look, it might be too late, but I say, uh, uh, release, release Gulak from his contract in WWE, bring him on over and pair him up with these guys, dude. I'll, I, I would, I, I know you would too. I would yes. lose my shit if we could get a Danielson Gulak like tag team again. Yeah, I hell yeah. Lose the fuck out of here. Stuff, man, if we could get those guys. People back. really like, I know a lot of people think that this is just us trying to be like facetious and be funny, but like, we really no, do we, like We Gulak. genuinely love Drew Gulak. And, and if you motherfuckers <laughs> really could see, like, please go back and watch some Evolve stuff, Catchpoint shit, Evolve shit. Uh, Gulak versus Tracy uh, Hot Sauce Williams. Gulak versus Matt Riddle. Like, please go back and watch some of these matches and see that he is not. Fucking around, bro. <laughs> Gulak's, and then not to mention on the opposite side, uh, dude, his character work is fantastic. Yes. I'm not, he, a fan he's of the, I'm evil not a fan as fuck. Of, I'm like, not a fan of the PowerPoint presentations. Right, right. Watching, that shit was wack. Watching him and Brian Danielson do like squats together and work out yes. together, it, it was oddly, dude. They would do mundane shit and it would somehow be hilarious. Like, yes. oh, it's so good. I'm it's telling so you, go back and watch. He's he's a mean he's a mean fucker too. Like like Ethan Pages, like mm-hmm. he's fucking evil, like legitimately evil. <laughs> yeah, but go, please go and watch Evolve stuff. You don't believe me? And see how good Gulak could be if he wasn't. I don't even know. Like, and the worst part is, like they they won't release him or anything. Like all the people they've got rid of and released and like set fucking free, he's still in the back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Chilling. Like what? Like why have they not released him? Do because they know they fucking know already. They, they have, know what that's they the only have. Thing I think of. They, they have know what know. they have, and they don't want us to have it over here at AW. Like, think about it, Braun, Bray, <laughs> all these fucking people been released. Gulak still got his job. Like, they thought we were playing with our love for Gulak, bro. They thought we were. No, playing this around. is not a joke. Like, I love. Like me and my daughter do the catch point handshake to this day. This is we've been doing it since she was two years old. We still do the catch point handshake. When we when we see each other, like I love fucking Gulak, like I love Matt Riddle, like I love them. Fred Yehey, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, Chris Dickinson, like I love these. Mo- I love Catchpoint, still still to this day. <laughs> um, you know what? This is a good time as any. If you're listening to the audio version of this, uh, leave us a five star review on on uh, iCloud or Apple Podcasts, and in that review. Sign off with hashtag push gulag. All right, please. Like that's that that should be our thing. Hashtag push gulag. We should start this campaign ASAP. I'm telling you, man. I am telling you. Um all right, we gotta move on. As much as we love talking about gulag, as much as we love talking about gulag, I have some chili cheese sausage dogs cooking, and I'm sure it's about time to get done. So let's keep this train rolling on full yep. gear. Tony Storm and Jamie Hader, bro. Okay. I'm going to finally crack and say I'm really sick of the interim title. Look, I defended there being an interim belt. At this point, Thunder Rosa is so radio silent. And it doesn't feel like she's coming back anytime soon. Unless you're doing something big at full gear. Dude, just coin Tony Storm the champ. And then have her lose to Jamie Hayter. Because Jamie Hayter is clearly... On the fucking rise right now in the women's mm-hmm. division, probably has some of the biggest momentum in crowd swell, um, out of everybody except for maybe Paige. Uh, right. 
Dude, y'all know my y'all know I've been a Tony Storm stand for fucking years, but like she's stale. Like I don't I don't, I don't know believe what it, is, it, bro. I don't know. Yeah, what I don't it is. like. It's not like I don't know if she just lost that mojo from WWE, but like I don't believe her. Like Jamie Hader's raw. Like her power, everything. Like I'm like I wouldn't mind to see her versus Jade for real. Like when this is all said and done, or maybe if she loses, go in that direction. Do you think this is a case of Tony Storm uh, is great? Uh, when given good material, but maybe yeah. struggles to come up with stuff on her own. Cause we've heard that AEW yes. likes to let their wrestlers have a lot of freedom, but at the end of the day, wrestlers are wrestlers and writers are writers. Mm-hmm. And although some wrestlers are very creative, uh, you know, like Bray Wyatt, maybe Tony storm needs a talented writer behind her because she does have this this what feels like untapped potential that AEW right. is failing to capitalize on. They're trying. I mean, they're doing. She's coming out. Yeah. I mean, they're she's their women's champion, but it it falls a little flat with her. And I don't know Absolutely. if if that's you know if if that's felt by everybody or just us. Feels it's definitely felt by me. I mean, like I said, y'all know I'm a. If you listen to the show, you know I'm a Tony Storm standing. Like I just don't feel it. Like I don't feel her promos. Even her interest, like when she used to come out of the top of the ramp, put those glasses down, like now she just comes out like sprinting every time, like no gear, like no jacket or nothing, just sprinting down, holding the belt up and shit, trying to be all serious. Like, I don't know. Like, it just doesn't feel like. Plus, because they only got 90 seconds to get the shit. Right. But I'm just saying, like, it, just, it just doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like Tony Storm to me. Like, it feels like uh, Tony Storm trying to be AEW Tony Storm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It is. It is a little weird. It's missing the mark for me, too. Uh, I think Tony's going to retain because I believe that obviously they they want to do Tony Storm and uh, and and Thunder Rosa to unify the belt again. Um, although I say, dude, like you've already you've already missed out once before not tapping uh, into uh, uh, the, the 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 fans um, and waiting too long. I'm talking about with Thunder Rosa's push. I said, don't do that with Jamie Hader. Right now is a good good as time as any. Pull the trigger with Hader. Um, worst case scenario, they can hot potato the belt back and forth. Um, right. But definitely give people the pop for that hater win because, yeah, like she is definitely on the come up. Uh, the uh, AEW World uh, Championship Eliminator Tournament Final. Dude, this is a bunch of fucking um, mid-card. Nonsense. Dude, nonsense as hell. But you got Ethan Page or Bandito uh, taking on To Be Determined. I'm That match is going to be fire, though. Yeah, it'll be a great match. Whoever whoever ends up being, I don't even have the bracket. Do we have the bracket? Can we look at the bracket really quick? Uh, uh, let's take a look here. Let me just see if I can pull this off in less than thirty seconds. If not, we'll just move on to the next match because not that invested in it. Um, let's see. Let's see if we can pull up the bracket here on the the web. All right, here we go. I got it in front of me. Our end. So, uh, Ethan Page. Has one. He is taking on Bandito, um, and then we have uh, uh, Dante Martin just lost to Brian Cage, so it'll be the winner between Brian Cage and the winner of Ricky Starks and Lance Archer. Who do you think is going to win that? Uh, probably Lance Archer. You think Lance really? I hope not, but I just, I don't know. I just got a feeling it's probably going to be Lance. I miss and him then we'll get people through the ceiling, man. I'm not going to lie. Um, and then him him versus Brian Cage, so you got that giant matchup, and then yeah, 
I'd yeah, because Starks and Cage don't have any heat between them. No, you know, and it'd be weird to pull in like tap into like the uh, uh, well, no, actually, yeah, like avoid at all. Uh, never mind thinking about it. Avoid yeah. Starks and Cage because they were yeah. the void of chemistry between each other. Starks yes. would murder Cage on the mic, and then oh yeah, never mind. Okay, I agree yep. with you, Lance Archer. Brian Cage. Lance Archer, Brian Cage, and Brian Cage beats Lance Archer, and then I'm going to go Rush versus Brian Cage. Well, no, Rush is out. It's it's the oh, winner so, of Ethan Page and Bandito. Oh, that's what I meant, Bandito. Bandito versus Brian Cage, and then we get to see some flippity-flippity-flip-flip shit. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, that's def- that's it. Heard it here first, folks. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's going to I mean, there's not really much to say. It's going to be a great match. And right. then whoever wins, most likely Bandito. I think Ethan Page and uh, Bandito is going to be fire too, for real. Yeah, that's uh, that's this Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's this Wednesday. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, I bet you beat Ethan. Uh, at this point, looking at the bracket, I bet it's Bandito. I think I think yeah, Tony, I, don't see I how think Tony Khan's super high on the signing of Bandito. Yeah, um, yeah. is that you? Yeah, I fucking I don't know why. Dude, oh, that's silence that. your damn notifications already. I don't usually get any of this late, but it's the one of the group chats blowing up. <laughs> silence your goddamn notifications. <laughs> um, all right, dude. The acclaimed. Oh, look at the acclaimed. Well, this isn't really a guarantee that they're the second to last match, but wouldn't surprise me. Uh, the acclaimed uh, taking on. Uh, excuse me, with Billy Gunn taking on Swerve in Our Glory. Um. You think this is where Keith Lee officially turns heel? No. You don't think so? I don't think he's turning heel. I think this is officially when they just break up. Swerve attacks him afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, because if you split them, then you have a feud between them, and that can take up another Mm -hmm. couple months. Yep. Um, Until And then that'll buy you some time to figure out what you want to do with uh, 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 Keith Lee and and Swerve. Uh, Gun to head, who do you push? Lee or Swerve? Swerve. Really? I he just feels he feels more right, more correct in AW than Keith Lee does. Damn, yeah. Like I think like for some reason I don't think they get him or get how to push him if that makes sense. Like it just feels off. Lee. Yeah. He does feel like another guy where it feels a little flat. On the mic right. he's great. You know his his backstage segments, but he does it feels like he also was peaking like in NXT. Like NXT mm-hmm. was really tapping into like like uh, uh, uh yeah. getting the crowd behind Keith Lee. That was And that's my thing is like they find they actually have the wrestlers to put Keith Lee over. Mm-hmm. They have a bunch of guys that are that can fly like Brian him versus Brian Cage could probably be just as good as him versus Dijakovic. I mean, especially with them flipping and shit and picking each other up like they have different ways to get him where he needs to be, but it's just like I don't know if they just I, – I, I just feel like they don't get it. You know, you don't know, you know what would do it, right? You know what would do it? Um, Keith Lee turns heel, right? They, he turns heel. Uh, him and Swerve turn heel. and uh, Or Swerve's already heel, but they're, they're heel, whatever. Um, they do their thing. They probably lose. They're licking their wounds. They're still considering breaking up, right? Well, who should return other than Adam Cole, baby? He returns. He's walking down the, the ramp. Huge crowd ovation. The moment he gets to the bottom of the ramp, instantly pounced into the fucking crowd. <laughs> heel Keith Lee pounces baby face Adam I don't Cole. think that would be heel Keith Lee. I think that would be his baby face kid <laughs> rocking <point. laughs> 
we we just we just recreate the famous pounce. Um, yeah. I think I, I think I, that instantly that's just gets rent free over. in my head. <laughs> Coming into the weekend, like pounce. <laughs> oh my god, um, that's great. Yeah. Uh, oh, the acclaimed easy win for them, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. No, no joke. And then uh, John Moxley MJF uh, world title match right here. Uh, what you thinking, man? What do you think's gonna happen? MJ is MJF playing us, or is this what the other theory is? And it's it's uh, 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 William Regal is gonna turn on Mox. I I thought it was the William Regal thing, but I think that's too fucking obvious. I think it's I think it's MJF playing us because they, they no can't way, There's no way MJF it. is the baby face he's being perceived as. Right? They, they can't. He does this every feud he's had. The last couple times has been like this and <laughs> pretending to be a face. And then swerving us at the pay per view, it's and like we dumb keep on buying it, right? Yeah, yeah, like it's that. I hate myself for buying this shit. <laughs> and that's, I mean, like I said, it's it's. I hope it's not the Regal shit because, like, it's otherwise like, what was the point think, of the Blackpool? I think him and Regal would be fire though. It's just but again, it's, it's another person that doesn't need a fucking doesn't no, need a that, mic. That person. would be the thing though. Is is it would kind of like clip uh, Regal's wings a bit. Because right. he would be more just like, because he doesn't even talk for uh, Brian and him now, really. You know, what no, well, he does. He does commentary. That's what right, he does. Right, is right. He hops on commentary during their matches, and that's what we get. Um, but yeah, he, essentially, Regal would be like, I hate to say it, but he'd be like eye candy uh, for for right. um, for for. Uh... But dude, think of the posters. Think of the posters. Think of the fucking T-shirts. Regal standing behind MJF. I think. Um, I mean, I it would work. It would definitely work. Yeah, I, I think it makes for the better story. I think, personally speaking, I think it makes for the better story. Other than MJF just had why he he had his own uh, 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 people powerbomb him through a table just so he could get a little bit of sympathy before he goes into the match. Like, what advantage does yeah, all he that get? shit made no sense? Yeah, again, another heel turn for no reason. Yeah. And it didn't do anything for the firm. Yeah. Like what was the point? Well, I think I think I think what it was is MJF realized like the firm is like a black hole of crowd mm-hmm. interest, you know? Uh, or it's a void, excuse me, it's a void of crowd interest. So MJF was like, yeah, I, I can't be seen with you guys. Like I'm the yeah, no, I'm not lowering my I'm going to be honest, everybody they put picked to be in a, a faction were all shitty choices to me, including FTR, like, and not because I don't like FTRs, because like it just didn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> like FTR or the uh, ten guy, like all these bums, like, like not not saying FTR is bums, but I mean like they were like beloved and still and what, are. And, like, one of the, and one of the best factions ain't together anymore, and that was the Inner Circle, right? Yeah, Inner Circle that was, was the best faction out of all of them. It's just yeah. it's a shame that Santana was just like you know, it's. A, Honestly, Pride and Powerful should have won the tag belts. I agree, Santana should Long have Long time ago, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I, I look at my uh, Inner Circle shirt almost every day that I decide, like, what stupid T-shirt to wear. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm really bummed. I mean, I could still wear it, but... Right. Like, I hate no, it, it was the best faction because, like, their fa- it made sense because it didn't make sense. Yeah. And then uh, uh, using... Um, I just heard, like, footstops. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> um Using what the fuck is his name? God damn it! Why why do I always space? Uh, 
Oh Jesus! Why? Why can I not Jack Swagger? Like, what the fuck is Jack Swagger's name? Oh uh, shit! No, I can't think of. Why can I think of Jack Hager, Swagger? Jake Hager. Jake Hager. Jake Hager. Jesus Christ, dude! My brain just fried. Y'all heard another it? one grossly underused. Yeah, dude. Him being the silent funny guy was hilarious to me. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. Just looking tough, just sitting back, looking tough, not talking was one of the best things for him. Facts. Um, dude, Full Gear's gonna deliver though. Like reading that card again just says alone but that's not the this card is gonna be amazing this is the but the, this is what i hate about aw is that we do end up giving them a pass because yes the card's fucking fire it's probably gonna be two or three fucking five star fire matches on it but again it's like no story nothing makes sense i know we're gonna get some dumbass run in action for no reason Somebody's going to turn heel. Dude, like, it's, it's just going to be like... It's sex without the foreplay, bro. Like, you're still having sex. You're still having sex. And yeah, you got to have sex. But you had... You didn't really have all the fun leading into it. You know right. I mean? Like, it's just like... And then we're going to give them a pass on it. Because if we have to. Because it's AEW. And is that that's the part that just pisses me off. I'm so, not giving oh, them a pass. I just acknowledge... No, I'm just saying like... It the, It'll be No, I'm saying show. like the internet in general is going to give no. them a pass on it when like... Well, they don't they could be hate. so much more. They, they no, they don't deserve hate. They yes, they do. Like, yes, they do better. deserve hate. Better, man. They deserve hate now. Like they've been long <laughs> enough. And not like, not like fucking like burn it down. Like never gonna watch it. I hate this, but but I mean like, there's we should be able to criticize them without having people crying and fucking having twenty five bullshit retweets about it. You know what I'm saying? Like we should all be able to agree that some of their They're shit not tapping into the full potential of what they, of what they right. could be. That, and they have so many good wrestlers and that they can make stuff happen with, but they, for some reason or another, the, the booking is just ass, not the matches, not the wrestlers themselves, but the storylines and the gimmicks of these wrestlers is ter- has been terrible. Nah, man, I agree with you. I agree with you. We're just at different levels of outrage about it, but I, I, nothing you're saying is wrong. Um, but uh, I think that's gonna do it for tonight. I think we've we've had a fun time. It's rolling up on nine o'clock Eastern time. Yep. I'm gonna go ahead and, and start a uh, start on Raw. Gonna check Raw out tonight. Um, RN, y'all selling monkeys yet? What's going on with these not fucking yet. monkeys? We're, we're working on the monkeys. You're not that's, gonna get these monkeys. You're not. I'm monkeys. telling you that this has been a dream of me and my brother since You're we saw the no movie damn monkeys. Since we saw the movie Monkey Trouble in the early '90s, we always said. <laughs> we were going to get monkeys. Like, you think I'm not joking. Like, we talk about this, like, all this selling dog semen and puppies and shit and all the shit we do. The end game is monkeys. You're not getting no fucking monkeys, RN. Listen. I can't wait to fucking the first fucking rewind I get to do. And I'm like, come here, AJ. Because <laughs> I'm naming him RN Jr. Oh, my mother. Oh, my mother. God rest her soul. She's going to turn in her grave. But I'm getting a monkey and I'm she's, naming him RN Jr. Be, dude, yeah, she will turn in her grave, man. Oh, dude, I can't fucking wait. It's um, going to happen. How's that? Uh, yeah, go ahead and plug Route 4 Kettles, man. Uh, we got actually got a whole litter on the ground. I just posted some picture. I posted a picture on... Uh, uh, oh, yeah. We got six pups available looking for new homes. Perfect Christmas Beautiful gift. Beautiful so. picture, by the way. Uh, yeah, that's my kid's mom. She took those pictures, so she did. A, she actually did a really good... And she's whelping the litter, too, so... We brought her into the family business because my son abandoned it. So he's get, she's she's getting his cut of the business. So, but go. no, we yeah, had message me on Route Four Kennels if you're looking for a pup. We can't hand deliver depending on how far away you are. My dad just bought a RV, so we're definitely gonna be hitting the road, uh, dropping some puppies off, dropping some semen off. Jesus Christ, yeah, man. Uh, 
Follow us on Twitter, myself at the Kai Tai Show, RN at uh, at Mr. Eighty Nine Eighty Four. If you've been watching the video version of this, uh, Allison and Will and Ted's uh, handles have also been scrolling by, and I also just realized um, I left up a question from an older show. It has something to do with CM Punk. Fucking <laughs> hell, I'm so unprepared. Um, yeah, follow us at Smackdown Pod. Um, holler at me at uh, all of those places. Uh, we'll we'll catch you next week. Oh, also a uh, special announcement. We got to hit up, definitely hit up Will and Allison and convince them that Saturday following Thanksgiving. So a week from this Saturday, uh, they will be in North Carolina. Holler mm. at these people that we do a live in person show, a collab of the rewind and bot spotch at Casa de Tyson. That's right. They're literally going to be an hour from my house. I'm going to send be me your address. I'm going to talk to Adam. I think we might have to pull the road trip. I'm I'm going to be so insulted if they're going to be that close and they don't swing by and we don't do like a live show together in person. Um, so yeah, holler at them on on Twitter and tell them that you want to see uh, uh, the uh, you want to see uh, the whole um, Smack Rock crew minus Ted. Uh, hang out and and do a show together because it'll be fun. It'll be fun for us oh, to yeah. do in person. But um, that's gonna do it for tonight, man. Thank you guys for listening. Sincerely, you guys, you you guys have been listening to me and RN just cut up and act like we know what we've been talking about for years now. We really appreciate it, man. I hope you guys are having a wonderful evening. And of course, until next time, y'all have a good one. Peace out. See you uh, Sunday or Monday, maybe. Hey, this is Brett the Hitman Heart. The best there is, best there was in the movie. And you're listening to the Scraw Podcast. Hey, this is Brett the Hitman Hart. The best there is, best there was, and the best there ever will be. And you're listening to the Smacked Raw Podcast. <laughs>